Momentum is amazing. You know where I get mine from? Momentum Chiropractic. I mean, that's what happened to me today. They're my chiropractors, and they're about 30 to 40-minute drive for me, which is worth every minute. I mean, I do what I do because of them. They're the ones that help me with momentum. I mean, I love how, how they view this whole thing called chiropractic. It isn't about making money for them. It's about aligning people's lives. They, they believe that if, if you align the back, your body will basically take care of itself. But they do so much more than that. I mean, they, they believe in, in aligning our bodies, in aligning our mindset. And that's exactly what they did for me today. I can't wait to tell you about it. This episode is brought to you by Momentum Chiropractic. I'm going to show you how to operate in a spirit. This is Happy Life Studios. This message is for you. This message is for you. This message is singular to you. It's not for anybody else. It's not hard to get. It's not hard to get. It's not hard to understand. Hey, are you happy? Now that's a great question. Does the sun set high? Does the sun set high? Welcome to Happy Life Studios. What's up, Happy Lifers? Thank you for joining us today. I'm so glad that you're here. It's crazy that this episode was brought to you by Momentum Chiropractic because the whole idea for this podcast happened to me today while I was at Momentum. Uh, you can check them out online. If you live in the Seattle area, they are worth a drive, I'm telling you. Just go to momentum Cairo. Com. Like I said in the in the intro, they, they believe in, in aligning. If you align your body, it will fix itself. They're also about aligning your mindset. Uh, today, I got an emotional alignment from them. I got a spiritual alignment. I, I, I got more than just physically aligned. Just to feel my back adjust into place is amazing. And when I travel, traveling is very hard on the back, and, and you're always sleeping in a different bed. And even if they're really good beds, which they aren't always, but even if they are really good beds, they're still different beds, different comfort levels. Some are softer, some are harder, and, and the plane flights and all the driving, it can just be really hard on the back. And and the, the lives that I help, the lives that I help reach, the things that, that God does through me when I when I travel, when I speak, when I inspire, when I motivate, or whatever – in my viewpoint, and I've told them this, is that that the whole gang at from from the the people that greet you at the at the front desk to those that adjust you uh, in your adjustment, they're all a part of what happens because we're all a team here. They they adjust me um, so I can help adjust others. And like I said today, they adjusted me emotionally or mentally, however you want to say it. But. Um, it was funny because, you know, I, I, we always do our stretches beforehand and to get them ready to align our backs and it just works so much better when you go through the, the little, the little stretches, the, the exercises to do in the beginning. And after you do that, then you, you go in the, in the room and you wait for them to call your name. And usually they call, they say Steve. And then I, I get up and I, I follow them to the room and then they, they, you know, put me in the room and I, and I wait for the doctor, just like any doctor's office to come in and adjust me. But today they called another person's name first. They said, Lou. Oh, and Steve too. You can come too. We're ready for you as well. 
And so now two of us are going back there, which is new. I've never seen that happen before. Then she passed me off to the other person. She says, okay, I will take um, Lou, Wendy, you can take Steve into his room. And so I made some comment about, oh, sure, she gets the cool one. Wendy has to put up with second best. And Wendy just started the alignment right there. She was the one that was taking me into, into my room to get adjusted. And she says, no, don't you say that. We all love it when you show up, Steve. And I, it, it does feel like family there when I show up. I mean, I love to go there just to talk and hang out with them. And... As we, as we go in, she said, she said, don't you do that. Now you're going to have to say three positive things about yourself. I was like, oh my goodness, I love where she's going with this. In fact, truth be told, I, I heard it once before that, that you need seven positive comments to make up for one negative comment. But then she started talking to me and she says, that light that comes out of your eyes, that needs to go inside of you as well. Matthew 6, 22 and 23 tells us that the eye is the lamp of the body. If your eyes are healthy... Your whole body will be full of light. But if your eyes are unhealthy, your whole body will be full of darkness. If then the light within you is darkness, how great is that darkness? That's in Matthew six twenty two and 23, like I said before. But that word that says, if your eyes are healthy, that, that original word there in the Greek implies generous. If your eyes are generous, your whole body will be full of light. Isn't that interesting? But if your eyes are unhealthy, or that word there connotates being stingy, then your whole body will be full of darkness. Check out what it says in this translation. I love the message translation here. It says, your eyes are windows into your body. If you open your eyes wide in wonder and belief. See, I just love how the message words things. I just, I love how artistic and how, uh, because I'm an image guy, I'm a, I'm a, picture kind of guy. I, I see things in my head more than I hear things in my head. I, 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 you know, when God guides me or when I'm, I'm moved or motivated, it's more through images I get than, than just words. I would rather see a movie than read the book, if you know what I mean. And so when it says, if you open your eyes wide in wonder and belief, your body fills up with light. Wow. Talk about a happy life. Talk about being full of light. That's, that, <laughs> that's life right there. And if we open up our eyes wide in wonder, instead of just what might make sense to us, our body fills up with light. That's what I want. I want to open my eyes wide in wonder and belief. And then it goes on to say, if you live squinty eyed in greed and distrust, ouch, oh man, your body is a dank cellar. If you pull the blinds on your windows, what a dark life you will have. Wendy was right when she said, you got to let that light that comes out of your eyes come down inside of you. But when she said that, what, what I immediately thought of is if light is going to come out of me, then it has to be in me. And when what I was doing this morning, when I was kind of cutting myself down or when I'm insecure on myself, or I don't believe that I'm that valuable, or or when I become, I don't know what other negative emotions you can fill in there, become super angry or 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 super feeling like a failure, or whatever. You know what I'm really doing? I'm throwing mud on that light. I'm taking a blanket and throwing it on that light. Uh, another passage in Matthew, I believe it's in Matthew chapter five, but it talks about that we are the light of the world. And if you have a light, you don't put a basket over it to hide it. And that's what I was doing today. The light can't come out of me if I'm hiding the light that's inside of me. When I am negative on myself, it throws shadow on that light. It throws dirt on that light. It, it, it throws a, a basket 
over that light and that light doesn't shine, which we may think is not a big deal. But if that light doesn't shine, then that light can't come out of my eyes. You know, the eyes are the, they're the window to the soul. That means that when someone is talking to you, man, if you want to see if they're legit or what kind of person they are, if you want to see if they're telling you the truth or, or, or telling you a lie or trying to pull a fast one on you, what do you do? You look in their eyes because the eyes open you up to your soul. There's a connection there between what comes out of our eyes and our soul, as well as what comes in our eyes. See how that connection is? And when, I, when I'm when i living in insecurity, when I'm cutting myself down, I'm thinking it doesn't affect anybody but me, but it's not true because it affects that light inside of me. It only makes sense. My eyes are like, like if that light inside of me is dark, then nothing is coming out of my eyes. And so when I'm simply just being hard on myself or being down on myself and thinking it doesn't affect anybody but me, it's not true because I am dimming the light. And when I dim the light inside of me through my insecurity, through my discouragement, through my unbelief, um, then that light isn't as bright and it's not going to come out of my eyes as much. You know, that's why I've said in the past that, that when we're happy, we're at our best. When we're the happiest, when we're shining the brightest, right? That's when more light comes out of us. I love this quote from Coach Carter. I'll watch the whole movie to drive to this one quote right here. Our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. Your playing small does not serve the world. There is nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you. We were all meant to shine as children do. It's not just in some of us, it's in everyone. And as we let our own light shine, we unconsciously give other people permission to do the same as we are liberated from our own fear. Our presence automatically liberates others. Sir, I just want to say thank you. You saved my life. Man, I love that quote. And I think we think that it doesn't matter how we feel about ourselves. It doesn't matter how we treat ourselves. Um, it, it only matters how we treat others or how we feel about others. But I don't think that's true. You know, in Matthew twenty two forty, you know, we, we talked about this last week, um, I believe it was last week, wasn't it? Anyway, <laughs> I don't know with my brain, but you know, when they were trying to trip Jesus up and they said, master, what's the greatest commandment? And he said, to love your neighbor as yourself. Well, that means I've got to love myself. I mean, the Bible talks about, tells us to encourage yourself in the Lord. You know, we've talked about encourage comes from a word that means to pour courage into We've got to love ourselves. If I don't love myself, I'm not going to love other people nearly as well, if I even can. I'm not sure because, you know, when Jesus said, love God with all your heart, soul, and mind, that's the most important commandment, but the second is like it, right? You can't do one without the other. And it's not just talking about loving your neighbor, but it says love your neighbor as you love yourself. This is why it's so important for us to feel the way we feel about ourselves, because when we darken the light inside of us, we darken the light that goes out of us. And people need light. People need hope. People need warmth. They need love. But when my inside is dark, let's go back to that passage again. If you pull the blinds on your windows, what a dark life you will have. 
if your eyes are unhealthy, if they're greedy. And what is greedy? What is stingy? It means I'm thinking about myself. I'm not thinking about other people. That's why it says if your eyes are healthy, if they're generous, generosity is about other people. Your whole body will be full of light. But if your eyes are unhealthy, stingy, greedy, thinking if you're thinking about yourself, your whole body will be full of darkness. If then the light within you is darkness, how great is that darkness? And I, I think it just begins, it, it grows on itself, you know? When I used to speak back in the day, I, I still do it sometimes, but not like I used to. I used to really start off with just teasing myself, making fun of myself, which is kind of cool to, you know, a lot of comedians will do that. But I would do that to try to, you know, lighten people's moods a little bit, let people know that this guy's legit, this guy's real. He's not he's not egotistical, let me put it that way. This guy isn't some guy thinks he's just some super whatever. And so I was trying to become like them, so I started, you know, teasing myself a little bit. But it would build on itself, and and pretty soon... What started out as a joke, you begin to say it enough, you begin to believe it, and pretty soon it becomes a mentality, which can also become a lifestyle. When you think of the Three Stooges, they were hilarious, right? And Curly was always the brunt, right? He's always a guy, if I remember correctly, always the guy in the middle, but he's always the guy that they're slapping him in the head. And they they say that those constant blows to the head, um, most of which, according to Mo Howard, were every bit as real as they looked. They brought on a whole bunch of a series of cerebral, minor cerebral hemorrhages that actually slowed him down to the point where he couldn't do his role anymore. And I know that that's physical, but I think the same thing happens to us emotionally as well. It happens to us mentally as well. We begin to slap ourselves in the head and say, you're just a stooge. You just, you're, we even start with teasing and then we begin to believe ourselves. And that's what I was doing today. I was slapping myself in the head until Wendy adjusted me until she said, Steve, don't go there. You're amazing. And she's right. I'm amazing. So are you. We might do things that are dumb. We might do things that, that we feel like we're being like a stooge, but we're still amazing. When God made us, that was no joke. God knows what's going on. And he loves us just the way we are. When we believe that the light inside of us brightens. When we doubt that, the light inside of us gets darker. And when the light inside of us brightens, it comes out of our eyes as bright. The love inside comes out. And the hope inside of us comes out. We, we begin to advertise something. We're all advertising something. I heard that in a podcast today. Um, but we're all advertising something. Some of us may be advertising that we don't like ourselves. We may be advertising that uh, grief or discouragement. Or we also could be advertising happy. We're all advertising something. That comes from what is coming outside of us. When people look in our eyes, what do they see? The light that I let shine inside of me the amount of the light that is inside of me, the brighter the light is inside of me, that's going to determine the amount of the light that will come out of me. So I need you to believe. All the, the people out there that are wanting a happy life need us happy lifers to believe. We need someone like a Wendy to come in and adjust us. She was my doctor today. Dr. Zach came in later and and adjusted my my back, my spine, and boy, does it feel good. I'm ready for my trip uh, that I'm heading out um, tomorrow night on after I see my boy march in the parade tomorrow at Maple Valley Days. Super cool. Um, in fact, I'm going to go check it out right now when I get done recording this because there's like a carnival affair that, that starts off on Friday nights. But 
he came in and adjusted me, got me ready for my trip. But Wendy got me just as ready, if not more, for my trip by adjusting my mentality by adjusting my emotional spine, the, the, the stability that I have emotionally and mentally is so much greater because she spoke into me. She poured courage into me today. And now I'm going to take that same courage. I'm going to take that same joy, that same love, and I'm going to take it out of the studio. I'm going to hop on the plane tomorrow. And you know what? I'm going to encourage some stewardesses, some uh, stewards um, that will help me on the plane. Uh, man, when I'm happy, man, I'm pouring life into a lot of people. And when that light inside of me is bright, the light that comes out of me is bright. But when I begin to believe I'm something less than that, when I begin to believe that God doesn't love me that much or that I'm just a stooge, when I begin to beat myself up, I cause cerebral hemorrhages. I, I'm causing m- mental hemorrhages in my brain that will begin to affect my performance in the same way they had, that they affected Curly of the Three Stooges. And the world needs you to be happy you because you are somebody powerful. You are somebody important. You are somebody valuable. And somebody needs to see that light today. So, Wendy, word taken. How about you? Maybe it's time for you to say three things positive about yourself today. Make someone happy. Make just one someone happy. And you will be happy too. Steve Ace.